sold my soul to the bottle Still none of my friends have left me yet I'm the same man I was since the age of 13 And I've lived my life with no regrets If you're looking for some freedom All it takes is ten drinks minimum If you're looking for rhyme or Welcome to Ten Drink Minimum. It's the last party of the weekend. My name is Chris. Oh, let me turn my mic up. It's low. My name is Chris. I'm the host of the show. Let me bring everybody back in here. Bring them in. And we'll start it. Yeah, here, we're here. We have Holly Ann. Hello. Oh, that's what happened. The recording went down. We have James Smiley with us. Hi, everyone. I'm going to start with the pleasantries. And then I'm going to burn the fucking house down Oh, with me inside of it. I'm not kidding. Um, do you guys have a good Halloween? I did. All right. What'd you guys we do? Did, uh, well, we had, so Danny's with her mom. So hi, Debbie. Uh, Danny hi, was with Debbie. her mom for <laughs> Halloween. Yeah. But uh, on Friday... We took Easter eggs and told her and like drew Halloween things on them oh, okay. and told her that Jack Skellington hid candy all over the house for her. Aww. Um, and she loved that. And then we just let her eat candy all day on Friday, which was really fun for me. Yeah. Not. Um, <laughs> just got all lit up on the candy. <sighs> she was so high. She's like a really hyper kid as it mm-hmm. is. So when she eats candy, it's crazy, and then the crash is oh. what kills. Me. So she was, she was a hyper little munchkin, but it was altogether pretty good. And then last night, uh, Hamster and I watched Oculus, and I had no idea how much it would freak him out. So I don't even know what that is. Did we talk about that's that? We talked about it. We talked about that. Yeah, one, right? that's a yeah. Karen Gillian movie, right? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. And it's about the mirror. Um, if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. It's freaky yeah. as fuck. But cool. so that's what I did. James, what did you have? What did you do for the, uh, um, what do you call it? Um, COVID-19 Halloween. <laughs> as you uh, uh I did a whole lot of nothing. Oh. I just lied in bed. I listened to a bunch of uh, horror stories. Yeah. Um, most of the day. Okay. Um... Yeah. Okay. That nothing special whatsoever. Okay. Well, I, I watched horror films, and then I watched a lot of the Bob's Burgers Halloween episodes, which Ooh. I feel like are like the new classic Halloween episodes. They're pretty amazing. Yeah, they're really good. I like where Jean dresses up as the Unity era Queen Latifah. That's like one of my yeah. favorite <laughs> gags on there. Ah, <laughs> uh, um. So this next part of the show is not going to be funny. It's not going to be, you know, happy. Um, I, I, you guys, if you want, I'll just do a solo layout, or you guys can stay in here. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. I just want people to know that this is all me. It has nothing to do with these guys, and I want to say this has nothing to do 
with the Burrell's Podcasters Guild as well. I want to say right out, I'm going to give that stipulation. Cause, uh, disclaimer. Disclaimer, because I'm, I'm not happy. I'm fucking pissed, and I'm tired of shit, and I don't give a shit anymore. Who, whose name gets said, um, it's over, and I'm tired of it. Um, so yeah, so you know, sorry, sorry for what's about to happen after this, because I don't know, and uh, I think I don't, I don't think anything bad, but you know, if anybody tries to do anything bad towards Holly or James, it's all me. This is all me. The vitriol's from uh, my standpoint, and uh, anything that they add to it is their own personal, you know. So uh, here goes. So seven years ago, um, whenever Billy and I uh, were doing the show together. I think this is even right before James got involved. How long have you been doing the show, James? Um, at least six years. Sounds six about right. years. Okay. So se- seven. seven years ago, Billy and I were contacted by uh, a local group here. You know that that any okay. So when I first moved here, um, there was public access television. And Don Schrader had a show on where he would talk about drinking his own pee and whatever, whatever. I was on a show a couple of times called A Weird Vehicle, and it was a silly, weird show from this, like, hippie guy that was kind of a comedy show, and they would have local bands and such on, and I was on it a couple of times. And it was public access television. And, you know, it, it was just that. It was, you know, pub- you know, people from the street. They could, you know, sign up and learn how to be, you know, run a TV station and then do that. Well, um, when that contract, whoever ran that, ran out, um, a group called Public took over from the, you know, the city hired them to take over. And uh, anyway, we were at one point asked to come and meet with them to talk to them about doing 10 drink minimum some way, uh, some way, hey, me, <laughs> we were asked to come and in, in, um, talk to them about doing our show. So they bring us to the yep. U Public studio on Central Downtown next to the Sushi Hana. They take us upstairs. They show us this awesome, like, uh, radio studio. I mean, it was, like, very Howard Sternish, you know, a lot of potential. We were, like sitting there and we were talking about how we could, you know, all of our friends were in local bands and how we could uh, uh, do a show up there and we, you know, could have local band come over and play on the side and we could, you know, pan to them and it would be amazing. And we were super excited. The guy we were working with was super excited. And he's like, yeah, man, he's like, it's pretty much a done deal. You guys just need to come in and meet like the higher ups. I'm like, okay. So we, uh, we go in. We go to this, like, you know, they have, like, an open house thing. And I, I've got to tell you, it, they made it seem like, they made it really seem like if you were walking in off the street, you could actually do a show, which was totally bullshit and a total lie. And I'm going to say that right now. Um, so there's all these people there, and they're talking about doing a TV show on, like, knitting. And, then a, and it was all a farce. All these people are walking in off the street. And, you know, interested in actually doing something. And they they were just, it was all just like, you know, placating them so that they could think that they had a chance to do this. From my perspective. Anyway, they they take us down and we meet this bigwig guy. And he's like, oh, these are the guys, huh? Oh, these are the guys. And he starts talking. He's like, all right, here's what I got an idea for. We have this big room down here with a green screen. 
we're going to put you in front of it. We'll build, we'll, we'll have a picture of a, like, it'll look like you're in a basement. And we're going like to, Wayne's World. we're going to do Wayne's World of Albuquerque. And I'm like, immediately, I'm like, this is a fucking terrible idea. And, and then I'm like, well, we want to do a thing upstairs. We have local bands upstairs. Like, it's like a Howard Stern style situation. No, 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 no. We'll do Wayne's World in the basement. And then you'll have, uh, uh, a band over here you can get bringing bands if you want and i'm like well you know and i get it that i'm you know for me this is my product and this is my baby and if i think it sounds like a shit idea i'm not just gonna do it just so i can be on tv first of all it's local tv who, who do i give a shit for you know i'm not gonna sell out for a local television and I'm just like, well, we're more interested. And in, I didn't like say, you know, if your idea sucks or any of that. I just said, actually, we're just more interested in that because it's more edgy for us. We we wanted edgy. We wanted cool. We wanted, you know, not fucking Wayne's World of Albuquerque. <laughs> and they never talked to us again. Never heard from those people ever again. But they did hire this guy from L.A. And they did. he did come in and they had a show where he was in a basement. And they had all kinds of local bands on it. They did all of eight episodes. And nobody knew anything about it. And it went off the air. And nobody cared. That happened. So he basically took our, our stuff. Tore it to shit. Like made it shitty. And it failed. Of course. And... It's one of the reasons I'm super jaded. I don't give a shit about like, you know, whenever people offer like say that, oh, man, we'd like to do this with you. I don't I don't believe it until it happens because so many people in this fucking city talk out one side of the mouth and then it goes right out the other because it's bullshit. Especially when they don't know art from shit. I don't know what that means. Anyway, so trudge on. You trudge on. So I meet this awesome little group of people uh, that are starting this this podcasters guild. And, uh, you know, I don't trust them at all. Why? Because people have stolen my shit constantly. People take our ideas and they steal them all the fucking time. People see, time. people see what we do and they rip it off. So I meet these people and they're like, yeah, we're trying to start this thing. You know, we're trying to, you know, we want to create a guild of podcasters that can help each other and we'll actually teach people. And, uh, and hold on, Daniel, I'm about to tell you what's fucking replaced that. You said you public, you public took the station and then never replaced it with anything. Let me tell you what they're, let me tell you. So anyway. So we, we get together and I start, you know, I have a couple meetings with these bros, podcasters, people just to see what they're about because I don't trust anybody because I'm so sick of, you know, getting bent over and, you know, people, you know, telling you bullshit and it never happens. And then, you know, if you if you like start telling them your ideas, then the next week you see them spouting that idea out on Facebook or fucking Twitter or some shit. And then they don't they don't have the talent to actually do it. So then it fails. And if you try to do it, then you're you're ripping them off. So I, I meet with these people and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, wow, these people are actually legitimate. These people are actually passionate about podcasting. These people are so passionate about podcasting. They want to build something where a person off the street can walk in and start a show, whether it's video, whether it's audio, 
and they already have a leg up because people like me and people like the other podcast guild members will teach them to not start out from scratch and not have all the prep, you know, the pratfalls that we all that you go through whenever you start a show. And I'm like, wow, it's weird to work with people who, number one, you know, are trusting of other people. Number two, aren't out to like rob you. Number three, talented, right? So I start working with the Brellas Podcasters Guild and we start, you know, we're working with HomeWise and HomeWise has given us studio space and we're, you know, we're doing a podcast for them and all this stuff is legit, right? And, you know, all we work every week, every, you know, everybody is, it's like a, it's like, it's like a, it's like a motor. You know, one person's the pistons, one person's the camshaft, someone's the oil, someone's the spark plugs, and we're all just firing and we're like just working hard and we're trying to do things. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, one of the meetings, somebody goes, oh man, the city reached out to us and they're interested in collaboration. The city. And they said, you public as well. And they want to collaborate with us. We met with them and we talked with them. We talked with Hakeem Bellamy, whoever that is. And uh, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, oof. I've got a sour taste about, you know, work, you know, promises. Not only from the city, but especially you public. But I'm, you know, I don't say nothing. I just kind of tell everybody. I'm like, well, let's not get too excited. I said I have had bad experiences in the past from the city and you public where they've told me stuff and then it not only didn't happen, but they kind of took the idea and, and kind of said it was theirs. I said this before. So they're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, we never hear another word from the city. Well, an article came out the other day on KOB. Albuquerque relaunches public access channel with improved studio. Collaboration. No. So what are they doing? They're reopening the studio on Central. And they're going to do what the Borellas Podcasters Guild is doing. This is fucking ridiculous. Their mission mission statement to give people the opportunity to come to a legit stage with lighting, mics, with IFB, with the control room, with cameras. Everything that will allow them to make their ideas come to life. Almost our mission statement. Exactly. And it's sickening. And I'm tired of it. And I don't, I don't care anymore. Because I've been doing this show for 14 years. And everybody's like, well, you can't burn bridges. You can't burn bridges. These people haven't done shit for me. They haven't done shit for us. Except make empty promises and steal people's ideas. And it's old, and it's tired, and it's fucking over. I'm tired of it. Bullshit. And I don't speak for the Brellas Podcasters Guild, but how dare you? How the fuck dare you, people? No originality whatsoever. And it's like every like every every month, another crony gets booted out of the city that that you know was had his hand on the pulse, finger on the pulse. No. Unoriginal. Always men, too. Always men. They never promote a woman. I just spoke with a lady who worked for the city and, the, you know, one of the major artistic jobs she put in for. They just, they just keep giving it to men, keep giving it to men, and just shit all over them. And 
they just get in there and then don't have original ideas, so they just steal them. And it's fucking... They have to justify their paycheck somehow. It's yep. ridiculous. And here's here's the bullshit. You public's like, anyone off the street can do a show. No, they can't. They aren't going to let you. Let me tell you why. Because the reason why you public, and this is their words, they told me this. They were hired by the city because the city didn't want Don Schrader on, on air anymore. So if Don Schrader walks in, signs up for a you public show, they aren't going to let him know. do it. You know, and I think he should try. They ain't going to let him do it. You public. I remember, is, when, mm, I remember when they switched over and that's was exactly what I thought. Yeah. Although, oh, great. This is so that they can actually stop programming. They're not going to let him do it. They're not going to let. They're not going to let little Ma walk in and do a show about knitting. They're not going to let you walk in. First of all, if you don't look attractive, they're not going to take you. I'm telling you. They're not going to do it. Good luck. And if they do it, it's because I just said all this. And they should do it. They should let little people. Because if it's free, if, they're, if it's really free, and you really anyone off the street can just walk in and sign up for time, I, I, I'd love to see that because it's not true. And I don't believe it. Um, here's what they're going to do. They're going to let you come in. They're going to hear your idea. And then if it's good, they're going to hire someone out of L.A. or someone out of New York, bring them in, and they're going to do your idea shittily. Mm -hmm. It's the law. Bullshit. I, I believe it's the law. Do I think they really do it? No. But here's what's going to happen. They listen, they, they, they listen to what our stuff was from us with a promise of you know collaborating with us and instead took our idea and pitched it to whoever high up and they were like oh with the idea to reopen you public and then here's what's going to happen they don't have no one that's going to run it right uh it's just some worker that's going to be there and it's going to close again that's what's going to happen so if that's what you want to do you want to go sign up your stuff with you public so that someone who is just there earning a paycheck and doesn't give a shit can run your podcast by all means. But the Browse Podcasters Guild, you want to sign up and be a member? I mean, we have membership fees, but that's, but that's so we can keep the lights on. So it, it's not because I'm not taking a paycheck from it. Uh, we're not taking a paycheck. It, it's so that we can keep everything going. So we can pay for all the stuff you really need to run, you know, podcast equipment, um, because we don't have state funding or federal funding. Yeah. <laughs> All that stuff. And guess what? You can come in and you can say, hey, I want to do a podcast. You know, I don't know if we'd let Don. I'm going to tell you right off. We're probably not going to let Don Schrader. Because you know why? Because he, he talks about uh, having sex with children. We're not going to be a part of that. But. Also, also, it's really smelly. Yeah, there's that too. <laughs> really smelly. But it really fucking pisses me off. And I'm so sick. I'm so sick. Of the quote-unquote art-friendly city stealing people's stuff and saying it's theirs. And they do it over and over again. Well, and like uh, not to mention, especially in the art area, you know, they hire their friends. They hire, hire their friends. They know. Oh, yeah. Um, and they don't have to be an artist. No. You no. know, um, they can be gross. They can be all kinds of things they can be racist they can 
have run a disgusting video game for years that they made money off of and they get uh, the text text message their coworker women with their penis. Yeah. And so I think I don't know, I think it's time for some change. Like Oh, absolutely. Actually hire some artists to yeah. handle those jobs. Bring in some women to run this. And collaborate with people instead of trying to make everything seem like your idea. Right. I, and, I don't get it. Like, collaborate with actual people who do this stuff. Right. And, uh, you know, I don't want to come on my 10 Drink Minimum show, which I love, which is a comedy show, supposedly, and sit here and have to go, you know, bullshit, you're bullshit, you're bullshit. But I'm going to. And I'm because I'm, I'm so sick and tired. And I'm to the point where in my career, I don't have to care anymore about who I offended. And, oh, no, you said this about the wrong person. Oh, well. Someone needs to, you know, instead of all these little fluff articles that come out. I'm, dude, the news media here is trash, too. You know, when the, oh, when, wow. when the Black Lives Matter happened down here in the protests. I, I there was, wasn't I, anyone down there. Not a fucking one of the news media outlets was down there, right? <clears throat> not, not they, all stayed, they all stayed away. Marisa DeMarco. I was, at, with, I was at the university one. You were at the downtown oh, one. There was yeah. no news dude, anywhere. Marisa DeMarco from KUNM was the only person out there. And they're like, well, it's dangerous. And I was like, well, isn't that why they're called Action News? Isn't that their job? Yeah. You know? And how about the well, mayor? And, how about oh, the, uh, I was just going to go there, too. How but. about the mayor? Can you do something else besides take uh, uh, pu- publicity shots with people? Can you do something? Something. That's all he does. That's all he Something. And if you've I done... had hoped that Keller was going to be awesome. He, no, he's awesome at taking uh, publicity. Well, he's the metal mayor. Cool. What does that do? Does that make everything run better? Because I don't understand. I listen to metal. Should I? Should I run for mayor? I guess so. You know what they? You know what they did? They they made they made. Uh, here's what they did. Uh, on Saturdays, where they used to not give you a ticket for parking, now they give you a ticket for parking. Instead of ten dollars, now it's twenty dollars, and uh, that's all I've seen. That's changed. So, and, and you know, and I could be wrong. I'm just really mad and I'm tired. I'm tired of working hard and then some fuckhead steps on, step, grabs what's in my arms, steps on the back of my head and pushes me down into the gutter and then hands my idea to somebody and then gets a pat on the back. I'm sick of that. And I'm sick of that oh, happening yeah. to my friends. And I'm sick of that. Shit, I'm sick of seeing that to happen to people I don't even like. In that, it's ridiculous. I'm tired of it. And it, when I see it from now on, I'm going to say something about it. Good. It's just ridiculous, man. The old boys club. And everybody gives their friend a job. And everybody gives their friend. They take, they take public money and they give their friends a leg up. And they stomp on the little guy. And it's old and tired and ridiculous. If you want to help on a local level, we need to figure we need to figure this out. And we need to change it. You know, I was telling a friend of mine who owns a prominent business around town that this happened, and they're like, "Yeah, you're like the third or fourth person that's told me something about how the city is like ripped them off and said an idea was theirs." And I'm like, "That's that's absolutely. If you're somebody who does that, you're a piece of shit." And I hope and you have fun. Stealing ideas help 
people up, yeah. help people yeah. make those ideas better. That's what those programs are supposed to do. They're supposed to be cooperative with people in the community, no. not whatever this is. No. Let me tell you something. When you see somebody who has a good idea, guess what they usually have? Another good idea. But whenever you steal the one that they had out there, they don't, they don't, they don't share that good idea, the next one. They, they go and hide it away because now you've turned that person into a jaded asshole. And uh, yeah, I'm just so mad about it. I'm just, you know, I'm mad about I'm mad that you like took these people who have great hearts and love what they do. And you're just turning them into me, which is a jaded guy that, that doesn't trust anyone because I'm sick and tired of watching the same assholes get promoted get a leg up because they they know how to they know how to stay a little extra at work so they can go in your office and steal what's on your desk bunch of shit i know this is I, I was i was i was elected on a city council and it still happens there <laughs> anyone that gets gets a gets a paycheck mm -hmm. will steal from you so they can continue to get a paycheck Absolutely. even though you're there yeah. elected to help other people and, you know, recently some people on the that work for the city have gotten burned from something they did in the past. Oh, darn. <laughs> Whoops. Anyway. So, anyway, uh, our new sponsor. No, I'm just kidding. Our new sponsor is the city of Albuquerque. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, that I hate, would be awesome. Thank you guys for letting me go out on that. And I hope that, the, you know, that there's probably going to be some sort of, I don't know. There may not be any blowback. People may not give a shit. I don't know. But guess what? We're probably well, not going to work with the city. Knowing our audience, no, we don't yeah. want to. Why would we? Yeah. They're not going to sit like you said. They're not going to. They're not going to give out a legitimate helping hand. No. Mm -mm. And it's like, well, they're doing something different. No, the the person who's in this article is the exact person that reached out to us and was like, I want to collaborate with you guys. No, you didn't. You wanted to reach out and see what we were all about so you could fucking run that idea to the city. And then they'd be like, oh, my God, good job, buddy. That's a great idea. Motherfucker. You're so inventive. My God, I cuss a lot whenever I get mad. You know, I'm cussing a lot less since I started drinking wine out of a My Little pon Pony sippy cup. See, you're the smart one. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> you know, are you upset? Just add wine. That is pretty good though. Let's, let me let's see that again. Hold on. Let me let me let me do this here real quick. Nice. It's, so you got Rainbow Dash yeah. and Twilight Sparkle. My favorite uh, is up up here. Yeah. Uh, Pinkie Pie. She throws parties, makes everybody happy. Look at this. If they reinstated quote unquote, I'd be all right with it. But you public is a scam. Absolutely, mm -hmm. you public is a scam. So. I can't give details because the person I talked to um, told me that they're in the middle of something. So okay. not to say publicly like what happened, right. but I was part of a thing years ago okay. and you public basically did the same thing. What? Um, no way. And, yeah. And, um, you know, uh, as soon as I heard that you public was the the catalyst for Chris's anger, I was like, "Oh yeah, they not surprising. They're all shitheads." 
but it was a different person. It wasn't um, the same guy. So <laughs> don't seem to matter. <laughs> right. They all just seem the same. So. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Here's here's what I hate, man. Or, or it's the truth. Okay. When this all happened, my group was pretty pissed off. And they were like, you know, and I said, let me. And they, and they were like, and everybody's well, like, that's going to bury you guys. And I said, it won't. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because this is ours and we care about it. You know, we have passion. Mm-hmm. Um, when you when you have passion for something. You work harder for it. And when it's some, when, you know, whenever they open you public and they're handing someone a paycheck so they can go sit there and like sign people up or whatever, those people don't give a fuck. That's a job to them. It's going to be just like the teenager that works at YMCA. They're yes. not going to care. They don't give a shit. And, you know, it, it's just, it made a headline. Someone got patted on the back. And so you really want to go do, you know, if you have a podcast idea or a show idea and you really want to go and do it at you public, good luck. And I hope it works out for you. Now, here's one thing. They closed once. Pretty they'll sure again. they'll close again. You know? And, you know, we're passionate about it. This is what we do. I've been a podcaster for 14 years. Uh, a couple of the other ones have been doing it for two two to three years. You know? These aren't people that just woke up and were like... And some of them do like three to four podcasts, you know? Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you... I was getting pretty burnt out on doing a podcast. I was getting pretty tired and I was, you know, feeling, you know, I was feeling long in the tooth for the Tendrick minimum show. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for these people and their passion and their, you know, desire, now I want to do more shows. I want to keep this one going and I want to do more shows. Right. So what does that you tell you? You've always wanted to do that. Well, but I mean, that, you know, it's gotten to the wall, you know, there's been stuff lately where it's like, man, you know, you know, how much longer can we do this show and not something else? You know what I mean? And now right. I'm just like, well, fuck it. You know, now, now I want to, now I want to be, you know, now I want to do, tw- you know, we're about to go 15 years. I want to go 20 years, you know, who knows? 25 and years. 25 years. Well, you know, maybe I'll die on the air. Who knows? <laughs> but let me tell you, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be there when you public closes again. I'll tell you that. Yep. Tell you that, brother. And uh, oh, I I'll, give it like nine months. That's what I give. Uh, it. Yeah, we'll see with the COVID going on. We'll see how long they got. Good for all y'all. Guess what you can't uh, do on you public? Say the word fuck. Can't do that. Can't do that. Good luck. Fuck. Can't that. drink. I doubt you can drink on air. No, they told us we could have. Well, that's what they told us. I don't know that. They were just there ripping our ideas off. So they could have told us yeah. anything. They could have told us we could be mas- anything. <laughs> you can masturbate uh, on air, son, if you want. You know, who knows? Who knows what they were? You know, they were there to rip off whatever idea we had. But it's cool that they got eight shows out of it and then it got canceled, you know, because they didn't want to pay the guy from L.A. The, the beautiful uh, Adam Levine looking guy from L.A. Ooh. They didn't want to pay him anymore. So I don't know. Whatever, whatever. Uh, do you want to hear what grinds my gears? Ah, hell yeah. Um, so I think I don't know. It it's political as well. Oh, but today I got you. No, no, no. I you, save you it? you're gonna say no. You're gonna say this, and I have some add on to it. Oh, okay, cool. I know exactly what you're talking about. 
today I was stopped by Chris's house and then I headed back towards my side of town and I had to stop and run some errands. I went to Walmart, then I picked up some food and I got stuck in a truck train mm-hmm. um, twice. So while I was driving to Walmart, it had started and they were honking. They were using the Nazi sign. They had Confederate flags. Wow. They, I mean, they were yelling at people. They were honking. It was disruptive. It was crazy. Um, so then I went to go get food. I thought, oh, it has to be over by now. They're just driving through. No, they had parked in parking lots that were like, there's a road that goes in between. They had parked. They were out on the streets. They had huge guns that they were waving around um, while yelling. They were in the middle of the street. They had flags. They were throwing things at cars. They were yelling, doing the Nazi hand sign they had confederate flags flying the don't tread on me bullshit they had all of it but the thing that scared me is that they were waving guns around yeah that is not response i'm not against guns i'll be the first person to tell you that but what i am against is people standing in the middle of a street there are children like if i had had danny in the car she would have been terrified right there is no reason. It's irresponsible. Mm-hmm. It's scary. That can cause people to... St- I saw a number of people flipping them off, uh, me included, a little <laughs> bit. But, you know, it, it just... It, this is. These are the kind of people that you want to support. Is right. like people who are aggressive and um, crazy and waving guns around. And I don't know. I wasn't cool with it. I... I don't see the purpose. That's not that's not productive yeah. at all. And if I had had my child in the car, I would have probably done more than flip them off. I would have yelled at them. Yeah. So I went to leave right after you left. Uh-huh. And uh, I was driving over to my lady friend's house. And so I drive up Gold and then hang a left mm-hmm. on first. Uh-huh. And I drive up to Central. The light's red. And there they are. The Trump train. Large truck, four-door trucks, fucking... They were all headed the same direction uh-huh. as me. Big, it was terrible. Big Trump flags, big whatever. So then they're they're driving down Central. And you know how Central is a fucking, you know, it, yeah. it's packed all the time. So they try as many of them as they can. They try to make it through the light. And a light turns red for them, and they're in the intersection. So my light's green, and I can't go. Because the Trump in the charger is blocking the whole intersection. It's like, it's like man, it's, it's like you'd think that they were like, hey, we're here to tell you about our candidate, and we want you to vote for him. Mm-hmm. But that's not what they're doing. They're like, this is our candidate, and we don't give a fuck if you like it or not, in your face, assholes. And that's what they're doing. Yeah. Also, they, they, yeah, go ahead. They're big old bullies because they came yeah. through the university area, and you know what they don't like? Hmm. Actual people on the street coming up to them. Hmm. They're fucking terrified. Yeah. Well, yeah, because like, there were actual like people yelling at them coming off the street, and they're all like going up over the curves yeah. to get like, get away from us. Well, no, yeah. fuck you, and they're all oh shit. These people are actually do stuff. 
Yeah. And they just right. drove and away. That's, that's the other thing. Um, They're just a bunch of cowards trying to bully cool. their way through life. That's well, what the gun's and that's for. the other thing that scares me about them is like if somebody confronts them and they get scared and you're standing there holding an AK-47 or whatever it is they have, AR-15, AK, those are the guns I was seeing, not like little, you know, concealed weapons. These were big weapons. Like what if they get scared because somebody's telling them fuck you or flipping them off? Mm-hmm. Like I was talking to Hamster on the phone and I and he said you didn't flip them off, did you? And I said you bet you I did. Like are you fucking hitting me? Of fingers. course I'm going to flip them off and he said please don't do that when they have huge guns, right. you know? Right. And he was right. That's a dumb thing to do. But like because, any other you know, bully, you confront them and they just run away scared. Yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, they came through the university area, and yeah. all it took was, like, an elderly couple and a young couple yelling at them that they shouldn't be there, and, they're, and like, started confronting the truck, and they just, like, went up over a curve and drove away. I just, so this is the other thing. is I, I was like, oh, I can't wait until Tuesday, because all this will be over, but honestly, you know, if Trump loses i don't think this is going to be over i think they're still going to have trump trains and yeah you know oh, will, whatever yeah. yeah of course also rio rancho by the way is very trumpy yep oh i know we know that's why we chat that's why we razz you for head. it that's why we give you shit for it i know <laughs> and then my neighbors across the street we hate our neighbors across the street not the serial killer one i like him more than i <laughs> he, like the he, ones who live he's across good the he's all cool he, we're all cool with that guy <laughs> Fine. He's only gonna kill one or two people. That's cool. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Um, you know, he doesn't bother me none. But these people across the street from us are—they're gross and they're sexist and they're rude and they're racist. And yesterday they started burning garbage, and you could smell it for hours. My—I still smell it in my room because I have my window open. Are you allowed and to do that in Rio Rancho? Apparently. Really? I don't know. Is this Wild West there or what? I don't know. I don't think you're supposed to. Is this ranch land? Like, what's going on? Right, right. Rio Ranch, oh. Oh, I just... And I just flipped them off from my driveway yesterday. Man, I'm still mad. And then he, and then he said, sweetheart, why are you being so rude to me? I'm sorry. If what? that man calls me sweetheart one more time, he's. I'm gonna trump something. <laughs> I'm gonna cut your you sweetheart tell- off and throw it in the trash. <laughs> You're gonna tell all his friends that he's a uh, secretly democratic, and they'll yeah. just take care of it. <laughs> yeah, secretly, that's what I should do. He's secretly democratic. He's a secret liberal. He's yeah. yeah he's a yeah. He's a quiet quiet liberal. <laughs> I'm pretty he's- sure. He voted for Bernie. <laughs> he wrote him in. Yeah, I think he wrote him in. That's what he was telling me. Anyway, welcome anyway, to the... Anyway, I just well, had to get that part off my chest, too. I wanna, fuck that guy. Welcome the fans to the last Hendrick Minimum, because we'll probably <laughs> be banned some way from the internet today. <laughs> I supported a serial killer and... Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, did you see my, did you see my shirt? I saw that. Some of your best friends are white. I hope I'm one of those people. It's true. Don't be racist. Even white people are nice. Even the mean ones. <laughs> <laughs> even the mean ones. 
Did anybody watch Saturday Night Live last night? I didn't. It was fantastic. Who was the host? John Mulaney. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, and I didn't see that musical, one. And the musical guest is The Strokes. Ooh, what? And, and they did a lot of New York stuff. What year is this? They, <laughs> I know. But it was really awesome. Yeah. I'm going to check that shit out. John Mulaney. I want him on every week now. He well, he's like not to... as a host, as like oh well, you, I'm I'm not, I'm not telling you. Want you. to come back as a writer? I was gonna because he was a writer. He was a writer. Oh, yeah. yeah, he did the uh, uh, what was the big famous sketch uh, with Bill Hader? Uh, where he was, uh, you know, he would tell all the new stuff happening in New York. Oh, yeah. Um. The guy oh, yeah. What was his um, name? Uh, Esta- Estevan. Esta- Stefan. Yeah, that Stefan. 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 That was uh that was a John Mulaney's like he, oh, okay. he he wrote no, that. No, I'm saying I want him like in all the skits. Like oh, okay. he's just so perfect yeah. for so many things. Didn't he have a I show for like John a minute? Mulaney. He had a show for like a minute, right? Mm-hmm. And then it got he had a Broadway show. No, no, he had like a TV show. Mm-hmm. Oh. I think it was like the John Mulaney show. I think so. And then his stand-up, if you have never watched John Mulaney's stand-up, public service announcement, yeah. please do. Let me see here. I'm going to look this up. He's brilliant. Uh, it was I called, sometimes oh, sorry. just see New in Town, just yeah. for fun. It was called Mulaney. Yeah. Yeah, 2013. And, uh, but um, that was that's my favorite episode so far. Huh. I'm going to have to watch it. Isn't uh, Dave Chappelle's on next week, right? Are you serious? I have, dude, yeah, they're I just know. going all out for the new, I think, well, new season. I think, I think that Chappelle handled 2016 so well yeah. that I think it was a smart move for them to do that again this time. Right, right, right. It's like, okay, you handled the last one pretty great. Let's see if you can do it again. Huh. Well, good. No, I didn't and see... And also, speaking of Dave Chappelle, um, David Letterman has his Netflix show yeah. called... Um, the next guest doesn't need an introduction. Yeah. Um, if you haven't checked out Dave Chappelle's episode, I haven't, and I want, I need to. I'll watch it tonight. Do, it's yeah. so good. I'll watch it tonight. Um, who's that? Uh, the, who's the lady that does um, the Trump um, lip sync? Sarah, you know what I'm talking about? Like she lip syncs basically Trump talking. Sarah oh, Cooper. Sarah um, Cooper. Yeah, she she has a new show on Netflix that Ooh. just launched, and uh, if you've never, she's she was kind of a I, I'm you know I didn't know she I didn't know she was actually a, a stand up comedian or a comedian I don't even know she's stand up comedian but uh, someone you know people kept posting her uh, doing the Trump lip sync if you've never seen it, and uh, she would like do it in different like <laughs> scenarios you know, <laughs> and so she has a new show and they actually kind of like play on that more but then there's also like you know other comedians on it too it's like a sketch show kind of oh cool i'm gonna have to check that out yeah i love that everything's but, fine yes. everything's fine with sarah cooper yes yeah. i have so many people have suggested yeah. that i watch that and i am so behind on everything right right and i keep binging things well i kept so. like i kept seeing it on there and then i clicked on it and i was like what is this and then all of a sudden i saw her do the lip sync thing and i was like ah because she's like all over instagram she's all over tiktok you know, I, I feel like the TikTok is going to be like the new launching of people now. So all the comedians oh, yeah. are going to run to TikTok now and do shit. I have one. Because, you know, I know. I know you do. What is your TikTok? <laughs> what is your TikTok name? My TikTok name is Hollybird Comedy. Yeah. 
that's interesting. Um, but uh, yeah, I see a lot of really funny things on TikTok, and then I think of videos that I want to do, but I'm really bad at editing. Yeah. I'm still learning how to do that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not easy. So, it's not. No. Um, and so I end up getting frustrated. So a lot of my ideas are just mm-hmm. wasted right now. Okay. Um, if you ever like have you need editing, I can definitely. If you send it to me, I can edit. If you tell me what you want, I can do it pretty quick. Okay. I can do it really fast, actually. Mm-hmm. So Good if you if you need some help, I mean, just tell me how long you want it to be, and then like kind of like a, a, you know what the idea is, and all the footage. Okay. So, but okay. yeah, um, I don't know if I should. I'll, I'll tease this for the second hour. Okay. So I did watch. I didn't watch any of the horror films you guys told me to watch, but I watched some more horror films. <laughs> of I watch. I don't, I don't always get the choice, right? So, and I don't want to watch She's them. Got a lady now. And I don't want to watch them by myself. <laughs> so she gets. But I have some thoughts on them. The ones I watched. Okay. So, definitely. And I, I have some disturbing news about hamster. Oh. That I will share in the second hour. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, you, you My reaction was great. I yeah, just I'll just say silently. this to the people listening to the podcast: if you don't watch the live feed, you don't know the joke I just said. So, or did I, I pantomimed? I pantomimed. It's better you don't. It's better you don't. Hamster's uh, gonna no, punch that's me. Not a problem. Just to be clear, he's no. you know no. it's fine. Um, no, it's uh, I learned. So I think everybody in relationships like there's a moment where you learn something about them that oh, you're yeah. just like, what? So, I had one of those. It was almost a deal breaker. Oh. But we're fine. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's usually when people find out I'm a Scientologist. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, I tell people. Like, they'll be like, what's it be talking about? You know, I'll be like, you know James is a Scientologist, right? And they're like, yeah. I'll go, no, he is. And they're like, oh, really? Oh, what? It always shocks them. <laughs> out of respect for James, I stopped telling my Scientology jokes. Nah. I'm not allowed to do it because I'm part of the church, but right. I don't really see anything wrong with anyone else doing it. Well, I don't want to. Like first of all, I the, don't want to be hunted the, down by Scientology, and second of all, I don't want to get you in trouble with Scientology either right. by associating with me. Oh, I doubt it. I have my own chaplain and everything. They call me from LA. They're great guys. <laughs> WL James, we're going to need you to get off that show. <laughs> don't you? So, aren't they? Aren't crazy. they? Aren't they in charge of like Hollywood now? Can't you get us some some work, James? Come on. Yeah, can't I mean, you get me a Netflix special? There you go. I don't know. I can get me some work. There you go. <laughs> I'd have to like, be in Hollywood, yeah, though. Join the and I, I hate that place. Yeah. Very interesting. I'd never go to Hollywood again. Yeah. What did you guys think about uh, Sean Connery passing away? That was kind of a rough one, oh. right? Oh, man. It's been really... So, so Hamster loves James Bond. That's, like, his favorite thing yeah like his favorite movie series and he he's been devastated i of course watched all the sean connery bits from saturday night live shock it trebek yeah (laughs) that's not what your mother was saying that's always (laughs) fantastic that's like the is that not like the greatest thing daryl hammond ever did right that's yes it is that's pretty much it and it was like written well you know who wrote all that stuff too right norm mcdonald man Oh, that makes a lot the, of sense. The Jeopardy actually. stuff is all his, yeah. I I loved when uh, he would be 
um, when uh, not Norm McDonald, but the other guy would wear the huge cowboy hat and he would be a uh, uh, smoking the bandit guy. That's Norm McDonald. It Burt is Reynolds. Norm McDonald. Yeah. That is actually yeah. Mark, Norm McDonald. Uh, it is Norm McDonald. That's Turd, right. Turd Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, when he would say, he was, he'd always like rewrite his name as like Turd, Turd Ferguson. Yeah, Turd Ferguson. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, those are my favorite moments on SNL, I think, yeah. besides the Chris Farley stuff. Yeah. But Chris Farley was in some of those too. So. But yeah, it's all, it's all uh, uh, Norm McDonald. He wrote all that stuff. I was I recently like went through a down a, a Norm Mcacdonald uh, rabbit oh. hole, and it's easy to go. God, down a Norm he is quite. Hole. I mean, I don't know. First of all, he's one of the most underrated comic of all time. He really is. He could he, be he, the greatest of all time. He's my number one hero. To be honest with you, <laughs> like male comic as yeah. far as male comics go. But he 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 wrote one of my all time favorite jokes. Yeah. So. When he was when it's he would go on joke <laughs> when he would go on the View, you just you need to watch like the Norm Macdonald on the View. First of all, Barbara Walters hates him, hates oh, yeah. him, hates him, and she won't do the View if he's on the View or when she was. I think she's retired from it now. But like when he would go on the View, she she would not do it anymore. She would like not do that episode. She would sit up, sit out. I think a lot of people don't know how to take him. I think, uh, <laughs> like, there are even stand-up comedians who are like, yeah, I don't like Norm MacDonald. And yeah. then I go, we should not be friends. That's, oh, you got, I can already tell. Yeah. If you, if you <laughs> don't like Norm MacDonald, you probably don't understand comedy. I mean, he, yeah. first of all, his timing is the greatest timing I've ever seen in my life. It like, is. He is on point. Like, if you want to study comedic timing, Norm MacDonald is the textbook you know mm-hmm. and when he like there's a whole thing on youtube where you can watch him saving interviews on uh late night talk shows well or not really say they says saving but he's pretty much just like hijacking them yeah. and 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 by the end though like half the time the host like there's there's a couple where conan has to get up and walk away from the desk because yeah. he's laughing he's so dying. hard and, uh, I go down a Norm McDonald rabbit hole. I would say twice a year. My favorite. Oh. oh God! One of my favorites. I was watching is they had. I can't think of her name. She was on uh, Melrose Place, and 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 she's talking about like the movie she's doing. She's doing a movie with Carrot Top. This is really old. And all of a sudden, uh, Conan goes, "And you're doing an untitled movie with Carrot Top?" And Norm McDonald goes, "I have a title for it." And they go, what? And he goes, it's got Carrot Top in it. In it. It's called Box Office Poison. <laughs> and, and they fucking start laughing. And she goes, it's actually called Chairman of the Board. And then Conan's like, Chairman of the Board, what do you got to do with that? And he goes, Board's probably spelled B-O-R-E-D. <laughs> and they, like, uh, lose it and just like, walk off this thing. They, no one can keep. They're just, like, dying. But he's I don't all, know how anybody works with him. Like, I don't, like, if you watch him on Saturday Night Live, like, I can't imagine being in a writer's room with him. No. And not just dying every just day. Dying. And not be able to get anything done. Right. Ever. <laughs> my, my favorite part about him was his, that thing he does with the hesitations. Yeah, that's the that comedic time. That is totally on purpose that makes me always think of Bob Newhart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that was one uh, of his uh, uh, idols. That was one of his idols, yeah. 
But his, and I loved Bob Newhart yeah, growing up. His comedic timing is off the charts. Uh, so we've got we're down to the end of the show here, uh, the end of the first hour. Uh, who's got anything to promote? Anybody? Uh, I have something to promote. Hopefully, still. I mean, I don't know. Numbers keep going up. But if everybody will wear their masks and wash their hands, November twentieth, I will be in Greeley, Colorado, doing funny jokes on stage live for you. Um, <laughs> and that'll be at the Millennium Event Center in Greeley, Colorado. Um, you can buy tickets now. It's socially distanced, so you know, I don't think there's a lot of tickets. But I will be there with Kurt Fletcher, and nice. if you want. Comedic timing, Kurt Fletcher is top notch. Nice. Wash your butt, people. <laughs> Wash your butt. Wash your butt. Uh, James, pretty much, you're on the Brave. You're on, uh, what's the other? Midnight Texas. Daybreak. Daybreak. All the fun stuff. Uh, nothing. Uh, oh, dude, the movie I was on is actually being reshot. So I don't even know when that's coming Ooh, out. Uh-oh. Uh, is that the <laughs> one with the famous actress lady? Um, more like a famous director. Oh, I thought there was one. You were in one with a famous actress, right? They're filming in um, Cedarcrest or some shit, and you had to get a ride up there. Oh yeah, I don't know. That might have come out. I was only in like two scenes for that, so okay. I don't really even All know right. if I'm in the movie. That was uh, just a job. <laughs> so um, we're also as a podcast for part of a group called the Varelis Podcasters Guild. We're having our live virtual launch on uh, November 14th, which is in less than two weeks. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. I'm sure we'll point. I'm sure we will put out a bunch of stuff about that. Um, I'm gonna tease this for the second hour. I'm launching a new podcast. Yes, I am. Oh, I'll tease exciting. that for you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 gonna be old new, so we'll see. So I'm excited. Um, other than that, we're here on Sundays. Actually, you know what? There's a show. One of our sister uh, podcasts, uh, and they were on our show for Halloween. The true uh, the the show is called True oh, Consequences. Oh, true. he just put Wait, out a last, new. What's that? Last week or yeah, the Dos you know the guy Eric uh, Carter Landine. Um, he's he, but I'm I want to. You know, Dos Pequeños is great, but I really want to promote uh, True Consequences because they just released an episode. Uh, and it's a good one. It's about, uh, wow, what is her name? What's the girl's name? Victoria Martin. Victoria Martin. A little girl who was uh, uh, murdered here. And it's, uh, I, haven't, I haven't heard it yet, but I hear it's very heartbreaking. I listened to I, it today. Yeah. It's heart-wrenching. I have, I have a friend who was actually the uh, worked in the medical examiner's uh, office after that, and that's why she quit. Wow. I don't blame and her. Went, I don't blame and her. Then, and then went back into food service. Jeez. Wow. It's <laughs> a really heartbreaking case. Yeah. It's, um, like, a lot of aspects. Like, what happened to her is heartbreaking, but um, also what's going on now is super yeah. heartbreaking. Like, the justice act. So the pod, yeah, the podcast is called True Consequences. Great show. I've actually been on it, but go listen to the Victoria Martin episode. Um, and we're here live Sunday nights from six to eight p.m. most Sundays. And our website's tendrinkminimum.com, Facebook facebook.com forward slash tendrink. We have a Twitter page. We have Instagram. All that stuff. Add us wherever you feel you need to. And uh, yeah. 
And, you know, I'm not sorry about the rant at the beginning of the show. I'm not, you know, I don't like, you know, I don't like to do, I don't like to do stuff like that on this show, but I feel like we have a voice and that's, that's our weapon. And, uh, and we should use it. We should use it. Yeah. So, Absolutely. uh, definitely we drink whenever we do the show and you should as well, but always remember never get too drunk to jerk 10 drink minimum. 10 drink minimum dot com. All right. I thought we were doing a three segment thing. I forgot, dude. That was my <laughs> fault. Anyway, I'll see you guys about 7.07. Okay. Ten Drink Minimum is a proud member of the Barilla's Podcasters Guild. to tell you guys i got an email oh no the other day oh the other day and it made me chuckle oh good this was this is apparently apparently and my best norm mcdonald apparently a new (laughs) scam going around and as you can see by the uh, terrible like uh, (laughs) capitals and whatever but i thought Man, I'm going to screenshot that and I'm going to read this on the show. Okay. And this is from, it says this is from Sage Sri Ramana Marashi. Oh. And he writes to me, I'm a hacker who hacked into all your devices and recorded how you jerk off and what video you jerk off to. You need to transfer $771 to this address in bitcoins. Otherwise, we, I don't know who the other person is, we will send the recording to all your social media um, sites. (laughs) And like every other letter is like either a capital or they've used ones instead of eyes and it's like so oh, ridiculous wow. that um who's I falling mean, for this they're like oh god they got me jerking off uh, they got I mean, me old people probably um <laughs> people who don't jerk off anymore maybe they still do i don't know uh, hey now 
Um, Maybe they do. I, I will tell you, older people are very sexually active. It's true. Uh, when I lived with my grandpa, and right after he got married, he mm. and, you know, th- there were some things that I found in the house that led me to believe that things happened. I, uh, do you ever go on Imager? Yes. They have, uh, on Imager, they have a thing that's... Um, no, I don't. So on Imager, James, it's a site where you can post video or uh, uh, pictures and GIFs. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like Reddit. Do you know what Reddit is? Yes, I, I love Reddit. do know what okay. Reddit is. Well, Imager gets shared on Reddit a lot. Anyway, yeah. there's several like um, staples of Imager. <clears throat> and one of them is called Confession Bear. Yeah. And people post, like, they take this picture of a bear, and it's always the same picture. And then they, they use it to, like, write a confession on it, and then underneath it, they'll write out the story. But then it's all anonymous. But in the end, people will kind of, like, you know, tell them, you know, hang in there, blah, blah, blah. Well, one of them yeah. was a guy one time, and he was like, I found my uncle dead in bed, and he had died while he was masturbating. Oh, no. And the guy was like, I cleaned everything up, and I'm the only one that knows the truth. Everyone else thinks they just found him in bed dead. I think <laughs> yeah. I would do the same. And it's like, woof. Nobody Gee, wants. Nobody wants. That's. Sorry. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. That's a that's a thing you do though. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, nobody wants to be like, well, we found Chris dead in bed, and they're like, oh, that's awful. Well, there's a little more. What do you mean? He uh, was uh, holding the old water hose, if you know what I mean, and pants are down, and uh, phone in the other hand, you know. That's when you say they died doing what they loved. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then people are like, podcasting? Nope, nope. the other thing. No, the, you know, the other thing you love, they're like, oh, masturbation. They'll be like, oh, yeah, you did know, Chris. So, okay. My mom's probably watching I mean, this. it was definitely wanted to hack into all my things. <laughs> right. And, like, share what I masturbate to. Oh, yeah. Like, go for it, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, it'll surprise people, I think, and probably a lot of people would be like, what I, what I like, what I like about this thing though, is like a random number of $771. Maybe that's how much, you know, they're overdue on their water bill. I'm like, I'm like not 800, (laughs) you know, why don't you just go for 800, buddy? Or a thousand, you know? Oh, Oh, dang it. Here we go. Oh! Sorry, we didn't Debbie. say it. We didn't say it, Debbie. Someone hacked yeah. into this show and said all that stuff. Yeah, that's how the internet uh, it's works. It's like Oculus. Um, <laughs> the mirror made us do it. Oh man! So we teased the horror film thing, right? Oh so yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched this, and I don't even know if it was a horror film, but <laughs> Midsommar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is so good. Oh, it is good. It was very good. But man, like there's a scene, and I don't want to spoil Midsummer for people, but there's a, like, literally, they're like all standing out. It's a, it takes place in Sweden. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a modern day Wicker Man, mm-hmm. which kind of is a spoiler, kind of. But um, anyway, there's a point where I'm like, this old couple's going to jump off that cliff, aren't they? They're going to jump off that cliff. And I thought, here's the crazy part. The first jump off 
I was like, oh, that was gross. Till the second one happened. And then I'm like, that guy's not dead. And then I was like, oh, what are they going to do with that? Oh, not the hammer. It's pretty good, though. It's pretty good. I thought I thought it was really beautifully shot, too. It is beautifully shot. I'm going to say watch Midsommar, but it's there's some parts that are pretty gruesome. You know? And, uh... But it... But I don't know. It's weird. It wasn't. There was no like scary parts. There was no like, you know. But it was good. Am I right on that? I mean, I haven't. Uh, confession. I haven't made it through. Oh. I fell asleep. Whoops. Which is fair. It's it's kind of slow. And in, I'm gonna tell you the main characters. You kind of they're kind of assholes. Oh. Well. You know. So I didn't really feel too bad for what happened. Just saying. Do you remember that, James? I'm, 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 I might be confused, confusing this with a different movie. This oh, okay. is the one where like the dog is secretly like no. a demon the entire time. No. Midsummer is about uh, there's this girl, and her family all gets killed. I'm not gonna say how. But By a uh, dog. nope. And her boyfriend is a fucking raging douchebag, and him and his friends are going to Sweden. And she's, like, going through the fact that her fucking whole family died, so he kind of accidentally, like, invites her whenever it was, like, him and his buddies wanting to go to just bang chicks. And and they go to Sweden, and their friend is from Sweden. So they go with the friend, and his whole family is, like, a cult of uh, pagans. No, nobody knows this movie. You should watch it if you don't watch yeah, it. Oh, I don't know. This is the one okay. I'm thinking of. No dogs. No Everyone dogs. misses the dog. There is no dog. There's never a dog. You need to rewatch it. There's no dog involved whatsoever. You might be mixing, like you might be like putting Oculus and Midsummer. There's kind no of dog at all. No, no. There's nothing to do with a dog. So, anyway. I don't know. I have no say because I fell asleep. So. Then last night, we watched The Haunt. Ooh. Which, eh, it's all about like a, a haunted house where it's a little more than a haunted house. It's an extreme haunted house, but then people might get murdered. Mm. And big complaint. You what know, is your complaint, Chris? I like whenever there's a, a horror film and there's a killer, I like to know why. Okay. And if the reason is they're just crazy, cool, let's hear that. But like when there's a whole family involved or a whole group involved, I kind of want to know the backstory of it. And maybe yeah. the, maybe they were hoping they'd sell a lot of tickets and then they'll do a second one where they'll do the backstory. Maybe, I don't know. But... There's clearly like some sort of like narrative that they left out of the film, and I don't know if that got deleted in the editing bay, but uh, I felt the movie could have been I don't know because like I feel like it's a good idea, like a haunt people go to an extreme haunted house and then they're getting you know murdered, you know. But right. like if you don't know why, you know, it just right. cause, just cause, you know. I mean the Saw films, I mean where it's kind of that torture porn. I mean, yeah. in the Saw movies, you know why. I mean, he, you know, right. he, you have a backstory, of, you know. 
But like when they just now are just making movies, we're like, well, they go into this place and people just start murdering them, and then you know someone escapes and lives. You know, like, but why? Yeah. But why was this all a thing? You know. You know what movie you might enjoy, Christopher? Uh, uh, it's this one called The Houses October Built. Okay. And it's available, I believe, on Hulu and possibly also Prime. Oh, all right. Um, but it's real good. Okay. I mean, you know, if it's, you know, you're you're kind of hearing what I like and don't like. Yeah. You know? So like, it's kind of the same thing. Okay. Like they're going to haunted houses, and that's why they're called the houses that October built. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're looking for a very specific like underground um haunted house experience and it goes awry okay but it's like the classic like uh you know we're traveling we're on a trip and something happens kind of film okay so and yeah go ahead sorry and and that's like all i can say without it like without giving things away well I, i read today and i haven't seen anything about this there's a new halloween coming out right Ugh, don't get me started. Well, and then they're like, oh, we're really proud of it. And it ties into Black Lives Matter. And I'm like, what? We don't need it. We don't need it. What the fuck? You know what they're also doing? They're also making a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like, we need that again. Okay, well, now that's a good segue because that's the other movie that I watched. So my friends and I, we were like, let's watch a 3D movie together on, you know, like a Zoom type meeting. Yeah. I use this streamer platform. And everyone's like, Let's watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D. And okay. I thought it was the new beginning one. I don't know when this Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, let me see. Is it after the new generation? It came out. Let me see. Let me make sure this is the right one. Uh. Yeah. They have so many iterations it, of it. This one came it, out in 2013. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it and it has Alexandra Didario. Is that her name? Super attractive woman. Like yeah. super attractive woman. Like right. She was like a... Uh, let me see. Do you know who I'm talking about? Alexandra Didario. Uh, I know who the girl is in the movie. I know who you're... Uh, let me see. Share my screen real quick. Her. Yeah. She mm-hmm. was like off the charts, like hot in this movie, right? And that's part yeah, of. Yeah. The, so here's my problem. Like I, yeah, I remember seeing Texas Chainsaw Massacre. With, let me see what time when that came out. Hold the on. The original one. Yeah. Let's see when. When did that come out? Oh man. Before I was born. Seventies. Right. Oh yeah. No, uh, let me see. Oh, yeah, maybe it was 70. Came out in, oh, yeah, 1974. One year. Yep. One year before I was born. Yeah. It's like when and my brother was is, born. Yeah. Hundred, that uh, movie is so good. Here, here's it's the f- so scary. How much money do you think that movie cost to make? Oh, next to nothing. Yeah. eighty to $140,000. Oh, yeah. you didn't let me guess. It, and it got $31 million <laughs> of the boxes, right? So this movie that we were watching last night takes place, it's like, it's like late, you know, it's, it, it takes place, they, they tie in the first movie, right? Yeah. Um, have you guys seen this Texas Massacre 3, 3D? Yeah. 
Yes. So for people who are watching who want to watch this trash, I'm about to, <laughs> I'm about to tell you what what happens in the film because you know it it it, it, was, it. it it was baffling to me. Someone wrote this. <laughs> so here's the story. There's this super model attractive woman and her super attractive model friend, and then all of her, and then they 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 take turns dating this black model looking guy, black guy, and then his yeah. goofy looking friend. Okay, so right. I don't know where they live, but the the main girl finds out that she is adopted. And that mm-hmm. her real mother has died and left her something in Texas, and she needs to go and sign for it. So she confronts her parents, and they're just ultra white trash. And <laughs> they're just like, like the dads, you know, they just have him stereotypically sitting in the recliner. He's got a wife beater on, his underwear, and then a socks on him, and his sock that they show, like you can see on the camera, is, is a big hole in it where the toes are, you know? <laughs> So so he's just he's just hanging out. Yeah, and so he tells her he's like, "You're lucky that we adopted you because the family you came from was a shit heap." That was his word, shit heap. So she gets her friends and they decide they're going to go to New Orleans, and then on the way they're going to stop and sign off on this inheritance that she received from her mom that she never met. So they all hop in this Volkswagen van on the way. They stop at a gas station and they accidentally hit a guy. As they're about to mm-hmm. drive away, and he's like an ultra hot model hitchhiker guy. Because of course. Yeah, and so he yeah, he has models hitchhike right. You know, all I, well, the I'm time. just telling you, everyone is like just as hot as they can possibly be, except for the goofy friend, uh, which is always like you know overweight and you know weird hair and you know something, and so and probably still hot for that. All, all, all yeah, anyway, yeah. <laughs> so they decide they're gonna stop. You know, take the guy. So they stop in this little town where her mom lived, and the lawyer pulls up in a car in front of this big mansion house, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, you just have to sign off, and the house is yours." And she's like, "The house is mine." And he's like, "You just read the letter that she sent you, and uh, you can't sell it, and blah blah blah." So then she's like, "Aren't you going to come in?" And the lawyer's like, "No, no, no, I've got to go somewhere else." Blah. So, so then they no. decide to all go in the house. They decide to stay the night. They decide to party. They decide they're going to cook and eat. And uh, anyway. Cannibalism. Happens. Anyway, they decide to go to the store to get food. And, they, and the only person they leave at the house is the hot model hitchhiker guy. And he starts robbing the house. Cause of they, course. And so he Let's finds. Let's leave the hitchhiker at the house. And so he finds a secret door in the kitchen with the keys and he goes downstairs and he finds like, he's just loading everything in a bag and he finds a metal door downstairs and he starts trying to Jimmy it open. Cause it only opens from the inside. And, uh, after he turns around, like, like he turns back around and fucking Leatherface is there and fucking murders the shit out of him. Cause Leatherface lives downstairs in the basement. Well, smash cut. Leatherface has murdered all of her friends and she he tried to kill her chased her through a carnival of people with a chainsaw and all throughout this movie the, the sheriff and like this uh hillbilly mayor guy are like they they keep flashing back to like when they burnt the house after like the first movie and supposedly killed everyone in it that was the chainsaw yeah. massacre family 
So then after a while, she finds out that she's the cousin, the girl, the main girl. She's the cousin of Leatherface. And that, uh, and she has like this scar on her chest that matches the family S or whatever the fuck their Sawyer name. And so underneath his mask, he's like wickedly pretty. N- they never showed it, but he did. He did and sew a face on his own. Him. What's that? I said, of course he's like super handsome underneath the mask. He probably has yeah. a nice body. Yeah. Anyway, to to speed this up, he killed all of her all friends. All that killing. Sawed the sawed the not as hot funny uh, guy in half. Murdered them all. Murdered her friend. Murdered the dude that they both were sleeping with. Um, but then you know she gets upset that uh, the sheriff and the hillbilly mayor burned her family up in the house that she never knew about before. And she starts to side with Leatherface, and her and Leatherface murder the the hillbilly guy and. She goes back and lives in the house and takes care of Leatherface. And it's all good because the old sheriff thought that the mayor guy deserved it as well. So it's a fucking weird. Who wrote um, this? So I hate most reboots yeah. of things. So, like, I like Rob Zombie's, some of Rob Zombie's films. Like, I like House of a Thousand Corpses. Mm-hmm. I like um, Devil's Rejects. Devil's I Rejects just is great. From Hell. Huh? Devil's Rejects was great. Devil's Rejects is awesome. I love all of those films. I just watched Three from Hell. It was I okay. liked it. I thought it was great. Okay. But when Rob Zombie did Halloween and made Michael Myers make noise Trash. and then went into his childhood, like it was awful. Trash. Trash. He also has another one called um, Thirty One. Uh-huh. Don't watch that. That's terrible. Oh, darn. Garbage. Um, just trash. Um, but I hate it when people reboot things. And yeah. let me just say, I know there are so many talented writers out there. Yeah. Who, What's going on here? Yeah. You know, and, and it seems like the only things they're green lighting right now are re- reboots. So you have Child's Play. They rebooted that. According to Crystal, it's not terrible. I liked it. What yeah, is this? that's what she said. Oh, the child's play you said. Because they, yeah. they redid the entire concept of it. Yeah, and she said she didn't hate it. But, again, like, we don't need a reboot. No, fucking uh, A, man. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, Halloween, um, any number, like, Pet Sem, or It was rebooted, which actually I'm not mad at that one. That one was which good. One, uh, which one? It. It. The clown. Oh, sorry. Clown. I like yeah. the. I, okay, I only saw the first iteration. I saw. So whenever they did it, like I watched the. You know how they did two movies, right? I only yeah. saw the first one. So the second one's as good. Yeah. So I liked it. They're really good movies. They're really really yeah. good. Um, I liked. Um, uh, oh man, Doctor Sleep was really good, but that's not really a reboot, as it no, is. No, it's like a sequel. A continuation. Yeah, that's just a sequel. But it was oh, really okay. good. The I, I wouldn't call it a reboot, but definitely a remake of um, the Evil Dead. Oh, and, and that, that was one good. Is really good. Yeah, you guys said that. Was that good. was really good. It's hmm. terrifying. Yeah. Um, They're oh. like, you remember how the Evil Dead didn't have much of a story? We kind of put in a little bit more and emphasized the first part. And you're like, this is nice. I like it. Yeah. yeah. It was. It was a wild ride. But okay. I did watch. I'm going to go on record, and I'm about to be really mad about a thing that I watched. 
So last or like two years ago, Netflix came out with Hill House. Oh, okay. You're talking and about Blind Manor, Blind Manor. Yes. So yeah. Hill House was so good. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay, this has some of the same actors. It's probably like same writers kind of thing. This is going to be good. Okay. I, oh, the new one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blind Manor is fucking trash. Oof. They based it on a different author. Really? They just called it the the name of the series is The Haunting. Yeah. Yeah. And they based The Haunting on Hill House off of the novel of the same name. Yeah. And then the next series is called The Haunting of Bly House, Bly which is a Bly Manor, which is a conglomeration of an entire author's library into one series. Hmm. Oh, that a makes different, sense. And it's a different author. Okay. I mean, I'm all for them, like, going off different authors, but it makes sense that they kind of squished somebody's whole series into however many... Because it just... I don't know. It wasn't scary, for one thing. I heard it was sad. It's very it's very sad. It's an okay story, mm-hmm. but it's very sad, and it's, like, there aren't... It, it's not scary, yeah. I was disappointed and sad about it. Mad. I had to do I had to do a lot of research into this cuz I cuz that's how I look into television. Yeah. I was like, how is this different? And I found out like the actual name of the series is The Haunting. Yeah. And the first season was The Haunting of Hill House, yeah. which yeah. is a uh, a novel I've already read. And I was like, wow, that was a really interesting way of doing that story. Right. Because in the novel, it's really it's really forward, but they they ele- they made this element of like mystery into it that made it really awesome. And but then the second one, they switched authors and they kind of this took a lot of like looking into and they just kind of put like their favorite parts of that author's stuff because mm. he's never had a complete novel. Interesting. Ah. So they put him in. Sense. They wanted to have all the aspects of his writing into a haunted house story. Gotcha. Oh, okay. So they just took their favorite parts of a writer's stuff. That makes so much like sense. The, the first one was off of a completed novel. Yeah. That's actually and popular. Awesome. And the second one is based on. Haunted House stories from the same author, but then they turned it into a screenplay for a uh, series. Gotcha. Uh, all right. I didn't have also, I've never watched any of them, so. Oh, also, I don't know if you guys remember my my love of torturing Zach Baggins. Baggins. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How I got, he blocked me, and it was like my number one goal for a while was him blocking me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So, Hamster um, didn't understand... Like, he knew that I hated Zach Baggins. I fucking love those guys. I'm sorry. They're so stupid. I hate Zach Baggins because I don't hate him, but, like, they're so so bad. All right, Ghost. We're here. Is this where you killed yourself? Like a, like a, like a pussy? Yeah. Well, and Zach Baggins, like, won't do anything. He always makes his cameraman, like, do stuff. Right. Or his little assistant. Anyway, he has a documentary called like demon house or something right 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 and so hamster and i decided to watch it and at the end (laughs) 
not to spoil it for ya, but at the end, Zach Bagan is like, I have to wear special prismatic glasses because I went cross-eyed while I was in the house locked up by myself and I have permanent eye damage. Oh, wow. And I would get surgery, but unfortunately, the side effects of that surgery would be permanent blindness. And I'm like, like any eye surgery, Zach Bagans? Right. And what? now I'm just mad that he has me blocked on Twitter because I want to make fun of him relentlessly. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't. I have eye damage. Me. I have eye damage, man. I, oh, I just think he's such a douche. I think he, he has eye damage because of the shirts he wears. They probably like are so flashy that they <laughs> blinded his eyes. I think he. I think he has eye damage because <laughs> he's a moron. But uh, I digress. Wow. Oh, I teased for the second hour, mm-hmm. and I learned something about hamster. Oh, yeah. That disturbed me. Just kidding. So last night after Oculus, Hamster didn't know what to watch. So I said, have you ever seen uh, Rocky? Oh, no. I said, let's watch Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh-huh. And he goes, I've never seen that. Ooh, what? Does he not like music? Qu- okay. I- Do you know? So he's lucky that this was not a... Like you know, the, like they'll show in a movie theater. Yes. Do you know where I'm going with this? Yeah. Like, like if they'll ask at the beginning, "Do we have someone here who's never seen this?" Mm-hmm. And if you raise your hand, you know they like pull you up oh, and they torture you. Yeah. So we're gonna watch it tonight because Whoa. I said I can't be in this relationship for another day without you watching it. Did you see the Tenacious D thing? No. Oh, you haven't? Oh, what? man. Dude, it's amazing. What did they um, do? Tenacious D did uh, the time warp. And they did oh. it all on uh, on Zoom. And it has Susan Sarandon in it. It has Elizabeth Warren in it. And both you of them. Know, are... I read something about it. It's but so I didn't, awesome. I didn't watch... It's Oh, it's so amazing. Oh, my gosh. I've been busy. Yeah. But tenacious D, you know, and they dress and they dressed they dressed up. Kyle Gass is in drag, and it is amazing. If you've not seen it, and it's all about it's about Rock the Vote, but uh, I love that it's fantastic. Rocky Rocky Horror Picture Show, yeah, it's so good. Rocky Horror Picture Show, literally, yeah, it's literally my favorite. Musical wow. of all musicals ever. Meatloaf's in it. Meatloaf? How could you be Meatloaf? What? Let's. Can we say something about Meatloaf, right? I feel yeah. like if that dude, first of all, he should have never called himself Meatloaf. Because that <laughs> dude was a fucking performer. Oh, yeah. You know? And, He's amazing. But people, I feel like, don't take him seriously because he was called Meatloaf. Um,. Have you ever seen? You can, always, you can always take his his volume seriously. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that dude could like. Oh yeah. Banshee at a wall. I mean, have you ever seen? A... I was forced to take Meatloaf seriously oh. in my home growing up. So. <laughs> you know when I was so you know when I was a kid like you know Meatloaf was on T you know there was the Rocky Horror Picture Show but uh, yeah 
you would see him on TV because he was big. You know, he was big in the late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. And uh, you know, he started out. He was in Hair, but um, mm-hmm. you know, but I always like as a kid, I was like, it's called me, you know. But when you watch him now, go back and watch live performances of uh, oh, what's the song by the uh, oh. The God, he has a couple of big. He has but some, I won't do that. No, 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 no. Par- Paradise, Paradise by the Dashboard Lights. Oh. Go watch live versions of that, and that motherfucker brings it like nobody's business. And I watched a uh, biopic of him, and because yeah. he was so big, he would just really put everything into performance, and he would walk off stage, and collapse, and they'd have wow. to give him pure oxygen so he could like get back to normal. And wow. uh, Meatloaf O'Day. I don't remember what his real name, but but yeah, it's a He's really amazing. It, he has a really sad life story, but yeah, it's you know, I want I like I like me and uh, you know the I won't do that song. I was in college when that came out, so think about that. That guy had a career in the late seventies, and then yep. came back in the nineties. Yeah, but I did. won't do that with Bad Out of Hell Part Two. And, and he's you know, just, yeah. He's just awesome i just love him but mm-hmm. okay here's my question guys mm-hmm. let's say we watch this tonight okay i don't think this will happen but what if hamster hates rocky horror picture show like i have to throw the whole the he, whole boyfriend out right? i mean you've got to preface that it's old and that it's like it's schlocky you know right. he can't I'll think it's like a serious that. film you know, but, but if he yeah. hates it I have to throw the whole relationship away, Let's right? Let's do the t- yeah. Oh yeah, it's done. You can't, you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. No, you can't. She's done. <laughs> She's done. Like you have to have a great sense of humor to enjoy Let's that movie. And if you don't enjoy that movie, like I just feel like we have nothing in common. Right. You know, it's one of those things where it's like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I you know, you're right because I you know I have a new relationship, and there's definitely you know, I mean, I'm gonna be like, we're gonna watch, uh, you know, uh, we're gonna watch the Big Lebowski, and if she's like, man, this is trash, I'll be like, Oof. oh, that'd be breakup. Like hmm. you, no, you can't hate the Big Lebowski. You can't hate Rocky Horror. This aggression will not stand, man. <laughs> you know, uh, there's just movie for me. There are just movies that are just phenomenal. Too you know? important. They are, you know, I feel like as a human, and I mean, you know, in my life, this is only from my perspective. I feel like as a human, people of our sort, we have a timeline of movies that have mapped out our lives. Yes. You know, I've got like Swingers. I've got, you know, Big Lebowski. You know, mm-hmm. there's definitely like Fight Club in there because I'm, you know, I'm just a basic bitch white guy is what I am. Fight, Fight Club is good, though. Yeah. Um, Jurassic Park is one of those movies for me that like if somebody is like, oh, I don't like Jurassic Park. I'm like, we yeah. can't be friends. Like, we're Ooh. not going to get along. My biggest crush of all time ever is Jeff Goldblum because yeah. of Jurassic Park. He was my first like crush. Oof. Yeah. Oh, that, see, like, that's that's just that, that's something we should do. Next week, yeah. bring this. Do homework. We got homework. Okay. Oh, I want dude, your timeline, man. huh? Mine's like if you can't watch Law and Order with yeah. me. Well, oh, I want your timeline of movies from now till you were oh. till you're grown from the time you were a child till uh-huh. you were grown up. 
that you still to this day look back upon and go that that uh, that moved my life. Boom, boom, boom. You know, okay. like like for example, for me, when I was a kid, if I look back and I go, what was something that was like, uh, you know, boom, right in my head? I mean, there's there's Goonies, there's mm-hmm. the Never Ending Story, oh, you know, just bang, bang. Good. And I can just throw those out there. I mean, you know, we should do that. Like, we'll do that next okay. week. The timeline, the timeline of movies of your life, you know. Page Master. Does anybody remember Page? I Master? remember seeing it. Yeah, it didn't hit that me probably my... like it hit you, but yeah. Yeah, because I'm a little bit younger than you guys, so there yeah. might be some movies on my timeline that. But that hey, that's fine. <laughs> a tray. Mine's gonna be. Mine's gonna be a little weird because what? Like, no. Childhood movies what? like the. The Red Balloon, like oh, it's a good one. That's a good movie. When I was a kid, I watched that a lot. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, watched the original cartoon Hobbit a lot. That's a good one. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, it's that just, was fun. I'm just saying, like you, you like movies that like movies that like when you have a significant other, you're like, yeah. I want to show you this movie because you've never seen it, and like it was very impactful to me. You know? Yeah. Those are timeline and- movies, you know. Cool. I will come up with mine. I think I feel like movies are my favorite thing. I yeah. love movies and I love television. Yeah. Um, and I've been that way since I was a kid. And so I feel like I have so many that I'm like, if you don't like this, like I just can't understand you on a human level. Right, right. We should do that. That should become <laughs> a thing. Like, why has that never been a thing where people like show their timeline of movies that have made? That have that have like impacted them all the way from the time they were a kid until they were adult. I think it's interesting though, because you know? if you think about it, there are movies. I think that they had that on MySpace. Did they? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Top ten <laughs> movies of your life. Uh, speaking of MySpace. Oh no! I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm like, tease. please tell me you didn't find my MySpace because those are my emo years. <laughs> nice. I basically had my diary on there. Don't never look at it. Um, I, w- I have all black eyeshadow. Yikes. The only thing I wish I could get from MySpace, and I wish I could find a person to help me do this. Uh-huh. I have pictures of my favorite dog as a puppy. You can get the pictures off there still. I can't find mine. Uh, your MySpace? Yes. There, if and you I go. Private and I can't. I don't know my email that um, I used back then. And there, go in there now and try to do it. There's there's like a help thing where they try to help you do that. Okay. Yeah. Because I really just want my pictures of Edelbrock. I don't care about the emo makeup pictures, yeah. but my pictures of my favorite dog. I will tell you this though. There's a lot of photos that were there. A lot of photos that were not, and they were just kind of like sorry. I so. hope my dog. Because I tried to go find a lot of little Tendrick minimum photos. I, I have a lot not. of short stories that I posted on there. Mm, yeah. Sucks. Back when I was really into writing because I couldn't talk that in front was... of other people. Ugh. But... So MySpace mm-hmm. was the height of MySpace was my awkward teenage years. Yeah. And I don't want to see any of that at all. It was just a bunch of emo music lyrics. <laughs> and like I was a sad, sad teenager. Yeah. Little banner teenager emo kid. Did you see those po- those pictures I posted on Facebook of the beach? Oh, yeah. Yes. 
Somebody else posted those, and I was like, I'm stealing these. Just so was, beach water park. Uh, <laughs> nice. So, uh, shit of ourselves. I Remember wanna... when they used to have dance, dance, dance as a team thing? Yes. At beach oh, water yeah. What was that guy's name that was, uh, Billy, Billy would know Crump. this. Huh? Crump. Crump. Caleb Crump. Crump. Caleb Crump. Crump. Caleb so, Crump. So I want to talk about Billy a second. So uh, Billy and I are launching a podcast. <gasps> yeah. And it's going to be twice a month. Um, and we're going to tell the story. There's a lot of stories. Billy and I lived, lived together seven and a half years. We, we've known each other about eight or nine years. And we're gonna tell you know we're gonna we're gonna tell the tell the truth tell the stories tell the the dirt. You I'm know, so excited. You want to know what the name of the show is gonna be? What is it? The dirty life. Please say it's called. Che- oh, okay. You stepped right Sorry. on it. <laughs> the dirty life and times of Chris and Billy, or Billy and Chris. I love it. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. It's taken me. So I've had to like convince him to do it. He didn't want to do it, and then now he wants to do it. I'm so excited. What did you say? Should we call James? I, I, I thought it was gonna be called like <clears throat> the old times cheese may. The old time, well, well, that could be, but but the, I think the dirty life and times of Billy and Chris is pretty accurate. You know. That's gonna be great. I'm so excited. We'll see. You know, because like he lives in D.C. now, and we I live here, and so I mean, it's like a a total different world. You know, so I don't know you how. Know, go ahead. Today it popped up on my memories that Billy has been gone yeah. for a whole year. Saw that. Really saw that. Yeah. So we're gonna you know do like a thirty minute, thirty to forty five minute podcast. You know, twice a month where we. Tell some of the, you know, the backstory that we never would talk about on the shows, maybe, you know. Or maybe they are there. I don't know. We'll see. I'm very excited. We'll see what I can get out of it. fantastic. I figure like twice a month is enough, you know. Mm -hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Oh. Oh. I want to give a good, honest, heart, heart felt shout out Hmm. to everyone who listens to this show thank you for making this the 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 biggest month that we've ever had download wise ever you know yes a lot of people appreciate you man you know and and i really want to point out um people in minnesota people in illinois people in colorado People in There's Cal- a guy in Ireland I know that listens to us because nice. he, he he messages me on Instagram. Nice. Uh, California is one of our big hotspots, um, and then of course New Mexico. I mean, big shout out to all you guys that you know. We you know this you're the reason we do this show, you know, and uh, reach out to us. Let us know that you know what you like, what you don't like, you know. I'd rather you tell us what you don't like so we don't do it anymore than, you know, you, you stop listening. Unless it's something that we just, we like. I mean, that's one thing is, like, you know, if we like it, we're just going to keep doing it. Right. Yeah. Oh, hey, guys. Um, I don't know if we have time for this. Speaking of mm-hmm. things that people like. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we haven't done a um, how are they doing. Ooh, okay. 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 So we were watching Saturday Night Live. Oh. Okay. And one of my favorites is Kenan Thompson. Okay. But Hamster and I are wondering, how is Kel doing from oh, Kenan and Kel? What is his real name? I have no idea. And uh, they they, they auditioned together, and Kel was always thought of like the more funny, and he didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. His name is Kel Mitchell. Yes. Yeah. His name is Kel. Yeah. I didn't really. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Man, he stayed pretty busy. So you want to know? So for people who are new to this show. We have an ongoing segment, one of the <laughs> longest-running segments on the show. It's called Are They Okay? Are They Okay? There we go. And how this works, and, and Billy would always get mad at me. He's like, well, they're richer than I am. I'm like, you're right. But you got to think, these people at one time were in the spotlight, and they were making lots of money, and they haven't been for quite some time. So we're looking into how how much money they're worth, how much they're worth, and usually if they're under $2 million, it's bad. They're struggling. They're struggling. Now, you're like, well, that's a lot of money. Well, it is, unless you live in Malibu, unless you live and in L.A. Here's the deal. If you've ever gone through the situation, I've gone through it a number of times in mm-hmm. my life where I've been up and then I've been down. Oh, yeah. Like, when you are not living the lifestyle mm-hmm. you're accustomed to, it sucks that's the word. That's the phrase. Lifestyle you're accustomed to. So right now we're we're looking at Kel Mitchell, who did Keenan and Kel, yes. on Nickelodeon. Uh, welcome to guy. what was the welcome to all that? No, what was the hamburger the sketch? The welcome to oh. Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Welcome to Good Burger, home, home of, of the, the Good, good Burger. Burger. They um, had a movie, right? Yep. Okay. And he and Kel loved orange soda. Okay. So you're saying you you're worried that he's not doing well. Yeah, I'm worried. I'm okay. worried about Cal. Okay. <laughs> How much money do you think? So here's what we do. So for people who are new, we guess. We try to guess if they're okay, and then we look it up and see by their net worth. So, I'm, Holly, what do you think? I'm gonna guess like three and a half million. Okay. James, um, I'm gonna say maybe at this point three hundred thousand. Three hundred thousand. Okay. Ooh. I'm gonna say you said three and a half million, Holly. Yeah. I'm gonna say two million. Okay. Kel Mitchell. All right. Now watch this be way off. Well, and like if you think about it, like. I hope that he is not like at three and a half million, but I'm worried about him. And I, I wonder if they're still friends. What is Keenan's last name? Keenan Thompson. I mean, they got to be somewhat, you know, I don't know. There, there could be some animosity. I mean, that kind of stuff, though, tears people apart all the okay. time. So, how much did you say, Holly? Three and a half million. James said. I said three hundred thousand. Now, do we do we with we don't do the without going over. We just try to get as close as possible. I said two million. 
Holly was the closest. She said three and a half. It's three million. Oh. Oh wow. Oh, awesome. He. If you look at his. If you look at his. I mean, that's uh, not bad. No, no, no. But if you look. So the thing is, if you look him up, he's worked pretty steadily. Uh, since then, I mean, he's been in a lot of stuff. I didn't know that, oh. but. I haven't noticed. I guess. I didn't either. Um, he does a lot of voice acting work. Oh, okay. Oh, Clifford the Big so. Red Dog. He voiced the character of T-Bone. Uh, also voiced the character of Dutch in Disney XD's, XD's Motor City. I mean, I'm wow. sure he'd like to do a lot more. Oh, he does a he's lot some, of voice more. Yeah. He's got so, some Disney movies going on? Yeah. Oh, damn, I didn't know that. <laughs> All right, now let's flip that. Keenan Thompson. go. They both oh, they both tried out for a Saturday Night Live. Keenan Thompson to me, I don't think is very. I think he's okay. Billy loves him. I think that he's been on SNL so long because he can't really do anything else. That's you my know, opinion. I, I like him. I think he belongs at SNL. I he's think he's the longest running like cast member of all time, right? Yeah, and and I like him. I'm not tired yeah. of him after him being on this long. How much do you think he's worth? Two million. Eight million. I'm going to go ten. Okay. All right. But, I mean, that's kind of... Yeah, because he does a lot of movies. Yeah. A lot of, like, bit parts. He's like the he's like the new Phil Hartman, but not definitely not as talented. And uh, not dead. He is worth 12 million. Wow, good for him. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. As long as he doesn't marry a, a crazy lady, he should be fine. <laughs> oh, it does. It does say he's married to a crazy lady. Oops. Oh, as long as his wife uh, doesn't go hang out with uh, Andy Dick, he should be just <laughs> right, right, right. I just uh, you know because like the SNL that it, it doesn't pay a lot. Uh-uh. It's like seven or eight thousand dollars an episode. I want to say, mm-hmm. and that's for like. Yeah. What's that? And then 22, was it how many episodes in a season? 22? I think so. I think it depends. I don't know how many. I think 22 sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, so, all things I don't know. so they get about 154. What's that? These are all things I don't know. Yeah, it, it's like 7,000 <laughs> episodes, so they make about 154,000 in a, a, a season. Which And let's be real. That's not like, good in New York. Does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's not a lot in New York, but let's be real. Nobody does Saturday Night Live to become rich. No, but then the other pro- other part of it is while you're on SNL, if you do movies, uh, yeah. Lauren Michaels gets a percentage of what you make in the movies. I mean, it's kind of a, you know. I'm okay with that. Lauren Michaels is a god. I'm yeah. okay with it. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a little bit of fucked up. Like, if it's a movie that, I mean, not, if he, if he does, if he produces the movie, sure. But, like, if, I think it's, um, I think it's more if, like, I think there's, like, something in their contract that it's, like, while they're on the show and a certain number of years after because mm-hmm. the show does yeah. create that for them. So. Sure. Okay. What's probably, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's something, a uh, creative property that you created on the show. No, means no. That it's also that show's creative property. No, no, no. It's anything no, that no. you make. It's anything you make. Show? It's anything you make while you're on the show and then, like, so many years after. Yeah. yeah. You, they get a percentage of it. I think it's well, kind of, I, I guess now. Yeah, yeah it's I gonna finance too. itself sure, out sure, somehow. Sure, sure. Been around forever. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I doubt Alec Baldwin and Jim Carrey's contract says that, but yeah. What do you? Let me ask I mean, you this. 
let, let me ask you this, Holly or James yeah. is both. Um, we'll end the show with this. How okay. do you feel like me growing up? We all grew up with SNL. Yeah. How do you feel about this new thing where they keep bringing these older comedians back and paying them to be on the cast? Um. So I have mixed feelings about it. Okay. Um. Are I you like sure that they're paying them. Oh yeah. Um. I like. I like. Maya Rudolph coming back for Kamala Harris. No, 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 no. Uh, just for like, you know, she is. Oh, is she doing? Is she back like for a long period? Um. Well, she's been doing Kamala Harris, and she's been, yeah. you know, doing some bits. But like, here's, but here's my thing uh-huh. on that. If they were a cast member bes- before, I think they kind of earned that. Okay. A little bit. That's fine. And okay, and that's I, I think, agree with that. Um, and I think it's like exciting for the cast when somebody like, you know, Will Ferrell or mm-hmm. Maya Rudolph or, you know, if, you know, um, who are we talking about? Norm MacDonald mm-hmm. came back. Like, I he, think that's kind of like, like a homecoming like, and I think they earned that. He, he's like, uh, but, Holly, uh, <laughs> so it's back on the show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> but I think. Um, sometimes it bothers me that like Jim Carrey is doing Biden. Yes. Um, and Alec Baldwin is a cast member as Trump. Yeah. Like I, I think I kind of have like mixed feelings about it. I think if, if none of the cast wants to do it, I okay. think that's okay. If when they write the bit, they're like, I don't really want to do this. And yeah. Alec Baldwin does it better. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I'm okay with that. I think it's just circumstantial for me. I think um, if the cast isn't comfortable doing it, then they have to bring somebody in to do you it. You know, see, that's 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 a that's a good point. That's a good point because honestly, um, the, right now, uh, lampooning uh, the Trump and major Biden, yeah. the major presidential like electees uh, is putting like a bullseye on your head and mm-hmm. i think it's a lot better to have someone that that bullseye is not going to affect than someone that is just trying to get ahead yeah. right it's not going to ruin their career so that's what i'm saying too is like if these are like new people coming up and then they get kind of like either typecast as that's all they can do or if People get super angry. That's not going to affect Alec Baldwin. That's not going to affect Jim Carrey. That's not going to affect uh, Larry David. Right. If they go on and they make fun of a presidential candidate, and also they're not going to be threatened because they probably oh know, they'll get threatened. The shit. You know they'll People get threaten threatened, them. but it's like you know for know. those guys, it's like come at me, bro. I've always just felt like SNL was the breeding ground of new talent. And they found right. they 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 would they would go and they would find and they would get new talent. And right. um, one of my favorite Aaron Sorkin shows is Studio Sixty on the Sunset Strip, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a SNL a show about SNL. Right. And to me, it like cheapens the show. It's right. Like, it's like I think I think if those castmates or those people were in the rest of the show, it would bother me more. Yeah. But if they're just coming to do their thing, and I think it depends why they're doing it. Yeah. Like I said, there's probably a lot of cast members who are just like, I don't want to touch it. 
I don't want to oh, do it. I don't think. Yeah, so. I think it's. I think it's really protecting the cast members. I don't because... think that's. I don't think that's the case at all. I think if you fucking had some hungry comedian, you're like, you're gonna be Trump. They'd be like, I don't fuck yeah, I'll be Trump. I'll be fucking Trump's daughter. I'll be fucking da da da. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know though. And, but and, that's and, what I'm saying. I is was, like, if yeah. that's the case, it doesn't bother me. If it's some other reason, yeah, I don't like it. I just hope. So. That, I just hope it's not a. It's not a like Lawrence phoning it in, and he's just like. Let's let's just get Alec Baldwin to do Trump because you know just, just get it out of the way. It's like I, well, my favorite yeah. thing about Alec Baldwin is he literally told Trump when Trump was mad, and I think this is part of the reason he keeps doing it. Yeah, Trump was mad that Alec Baldwin portrayed him, right. and Alec Baldwin brought him some kind of offer like, "If you do this, yeah. I don't remember what it was." I'll stop doing um, that. I'll stop doing it, and he didn't do it. So now, I I really think Alec Baldwin should be like, if you will, uh, you know, if you will not support white supremacy, right? Something something crazy that he wouldn't want to do. Yeah, uh, I will stop portraying you. Huh? But he won't. He won't. Yeah, of course not. Anyway, I I just wonder how you felt about that. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening to this week's show. Um, the first hour, you know, it was a little rough, but I, I feel like that had to be said. Had to be done. Sometimes well, you, you have to do those things sometimes. Hey, sometimes you got to come in and do work. Yep. You know? I don't know how many times people have fucking run over us and just stole our ideas. Yeah, and then and then... You know, I love Billy, but a lot of times I'd be like, dude, we got to say some shit about this. And Billy would be like, no, 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 no. You know, and, and he would stop me. And then I'd be like, fuck, man. He'd be like, you need to calm down. And he'd calm me down. And well, you know, sometimes somebody's got to say something for the people, you know, out there working their ass off. Yeah. You know? Well, and I'm not really a calm down kind of person. I'm like, we need to be angry about it. Fuck let's, the police. Let's raise a ruckus. Right. <laughs> So, yeah. uh, we don't even have a calm down person on the show. We anymore. don't anymore, so I guess I'm just gonna no. fucking run rampant like a crazy person. <laughs> How do I put a soapbox down on this this streamyard thing? We should just put like the gra- a graphic of a soapbox yeah. when any of us. Let me tell you a story. Fuck this, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, before we go, yeah. Um, as you guys know, I've been venturing into resin and stuff. Uh-huh. Would it be okay if I showed you my new art? Sure. So I've been making little bees. Oh. And they're magnets. I want a bee um, magnet. Oh, cool. I will get you one. Cool. But you can go on my Etsy shop that I just started mm-hmm. and buy my little bee magnet. Nice. So, and there's a whole bunch. No two of them are alike because... I make them by hand and drop paint in them. You can't see the detail very good, Uh, but they're pretty cool. Um, And my Etsy shop is called Holly's Tiny Things. Oh. No apostrophe if you, like, search on Etsy. I only have one posting, and it's my bees, and (laughs) I have to work on uh, (laughs) my lighting box and all that stuff. I'm still learning about Etsy, but if you would like a bee magnet, Mm -hmm. just go on etsy and you can purchase one well you know the lighting boxes i guess that's you know quite the jump yeah it's just i'm just gonna make my own out of like white construction paper and a a cardboard box yeah very easy very easy um 
So yeah, you guys have anything to promote? Uh, so I have, uh, obviously my Etsy shop is Holly's Tiny Things and keep an eye out because, uh, I will probably in the next week or so, depending on how things, uh, set with the new temperature, uh, I will probably have Tendrick minimum items also up in my Etsy nice. shop, which is again, Holly's Tiny Things. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, uh, COVID be willing, I will be in Greeley, Colorado, November 20th with Kurt Fletcher. I think we're gonna say, I was gonna put up a shop and see how it goes with how um, how much blowback we get from uh, telling the city to go fuck themselves. I don't know. Maybe it'll help my Etsy that, shop. To be honest, that's what I have to promote. The city needs to go fuck themselves. <laughs> Not the city of Albuquerque, but the city of Albuquerque. The people who are like making money off of the city of Albuquerque. Yeah, people who are stealing ideas and being pieces of shit. If you want to know what I'm saying, go back to the first hour. By all means. James, what do you got going? I have long hair now. Nice. It's the only thing I have to promote. Cool. Good idea. Smart. Smart. <laughs> James is like, I will no longer be a member of this show after this week. That's what I have to promote. I'm just kidding. I don't know. There's a bunch of things I'm on, but if anyone <laughs> watches this show, just... You'll uh, know. Just, I have long hair now, and, you know. Yeah. Uh, if you me cast on anything with long hair, <laughs> I have that now. Nice. Um, uh, we are members of the Burrells Podcasters Guild, which apparently is so cool that people steal all of our shit. Um, <laughs> and you know, I'm starting a new show called The Dirty Life and Times of Billy and Chris, so keep an eye out. Look on for that one. Um, we'll see how that goes. Um and uh, check out uh, True Consequences, the episode on Victoria Martins. That's a big one. It's a good one. It's a you know, true crime podcast. A lot of people out there are into the true crime genre. Yeah. And uh, from what I hear, it's a tearjerker. So check that out. It is. It's very sad. Um, we do our show live here on Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m. Most Sundays. Uh, our website's tenderingminimum.com. We will have a link to Holly's Etsy page. Oh, and okay. uh, all the crimes of the city, maybe, at some point. We'll see. We'll see. Which is probably a lot of pictures of Keller. Because he takes a lot of photos. He's a photo, he op he's a photo opportunist. Um, other than that, yeah, I think that's it. I think we've done enough damage this week. <laughs> Thank you guys for all listening. With that, we are... Ten drink... Minimum. <laughs> Ten Drink Minimum is a proud member of the Barillas Podcasters Guild. 